السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ملاه اللهم زدنا علما ولا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ حديتنا وحب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب My dear brothers we are at a very special time of the year. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken an oath by this time. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ وَالشَّفْعِ وَالْوَتْرِ وَالْلَيْلِ إِذَا يَسْرِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by the dawn of this day. He swears by the ten nights of Dhul Hijjah. He swears by the odd and the even, and some of the Mufassirun have said the odd is the ninth, the even is the tenth of Dhul Hijjah. And the night, Yasri is the night between the ninth and the tenth. This is some of the interpretation that this is a special time in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken an oath like he doesn't take an oath on anything else. And as we know, we all know that the greatest night of the year is Laylatul Qadr. But Laylatul Qadr is not known. Whereas the greatest day of the year is Yawmul Arafah, and that is known. So when we have this knowledge, knowledge calls for Amal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, can the one who knows and the one who does not know, can they be equal? Which is an encouragement for us to learn. But if we learn and we don't act upon it, then that ilm will be an evidence in hujjah against us on the Day of Judgment. So we know the greatness of these days. We know that no amal is more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than those done in these days. And therefore, the things that we are encouraged to do is fasting. And just one day is left, which is the day of Arafat, which is the ninth. And Rasulullah teaches us that fasting on this day, again, with the right intention, the right protocol, the right ways, and with guarding of our tongue and our eyes, just like we do properly. Again, we can use Iman and Ihtisaban for this also, is going to get you expiation or forgiveness of your sins that don't require a specific tawbah, the lesser sins for the previous and the, com- and the last year and this year, two years worth, just for one day of fasting. So that's something that once we know, we should do unless there is a health reason not to fast. Number one. Number two, a lot of dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because the days of hajj are the days of glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should spend all of our spare time, whether we are driving, whether we are sitting around, in dhikr. In dhikr is extra salah, tilawat of Qur'an, tahleel, tasbih, tamheed, takbir, subhanallah, walhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, wa la hawla wa la quwwati illa billah. The best dhikr on Yawm al-Arafah is La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah Lahu al-mulk wa lahu al-hamd wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadeer 
thinking about what we are saying, feeling it in our hearts, and saying it throughout the day, starting now till tomorrow, till till the, the first three days of Eid, a lot of takbir. Uh, so we should spend our time in that, giving charity. And charity comes in many different forms. Helping the poor, helping the needy, uh, helping your parents, you know, cleaning the masjid, whatever it is. Uh, giving a smile. Uh, and then, what Allah SWT loves most on the 10th is the Udhiya, the Qurbani. So make sure whoever has the ability that you do that. Now, Rasulullah as we know, in the Madani period, he, Allah SWT gave him the privilege of only one Hajj. And that was just a few months before he sallallahu alayhi wasallam left us for his rabb. Now on the 10th, on the day of the Qurbani, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam sacrificed camels. These camels were brought by Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu. 100 camels from Yemen he came. He did not go with the, with the caravan from Medina. He came from Yemen with 100 camels. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam sacrificed 63 camels by his own blessed hand. 63 camels. Now if you look at it, in a diff- of course you understood why 63. One for every year of his life. But if you look at it from the fiqhi perspective, one camel has seven shares. So what did he do? He did 441 shares of sacrifice. Multiply 63 by 7. So, if you have the means, do multiple sacrifices in different countries, needy people, so that people may eat. And, and this is what Allah loves the most for this day, is the Qurbani. So, make sure that is done properly and uh, distributed in the right way. Uh, and again, as we reminded ourselves, it's amal, action, action. Not that we know about these things. But we act on it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who act upon these things. And it's also a good time to spend some time in reflecting. Because this was the day in which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave that famous khutbah. The khutbatul wada. The farewell khutbah. 100, 120,000 people many of whom had never seen Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, had never heard him. Some of them, some of the narrators, one of them who narrates about this, he said, my father showed me, he said, you see that, the one on the red camel, he said, that is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And they had never heard him. So now think of it, what is he going to say to people where he gets one opportunity to tell them something. And he knew that this was his last opportunity. Because part of his khutbah was, I don't know if I'm going to be here with you again. So he gave everything that he could to the ummah in that khutbah. So this is something that we should pull out, read in its original, in its translation, and look at the manifestations of each of those pearls that he 
sallallahu alaihi wasallam uttered in this khutbah what is the ramification of all of those things and where did he start with with his own family for example when he said that all of the interest has been forbidden and all of the ta- things of jahiliya under my foot and i start with the rights of my family over others that abbas radiyallahu anything that's owed to him is gone in interest you know all the blood flu f- fluids that you owe blood money anything that's owed to my family is gone and he talked about the rights of women the rights of women and many things we should look at all of those and after that khutbah and leading the salah he combined dhuhr and asr the whole time from that time so in our time say from 1 o'clock till sunset he sallallahu alaihi wasallam was there in arafat with his hands raised sometimes higher sometimes lower his armpits were visible pleading allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and last part of that khutbah what did he say he said well he asked them have i conveyed the message to you bearing bearing witness and after that he said allahumma ashhad oh allah you bear witness that the message has dawa has been completed dawa now what is left is dua after that he was in dua till sunset non stop no breaks there's an in, in, interesting interest interesting incident where for a, a moment he stopped in his dua which was also special because the day of arafa rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to fast so the companions who were there so many many of them were fasting because they didn't know if rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was fasting and it was very hot and they were sweating and they were looking for any indication is rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam fasting or not and nobody can ask him he is in dua so everybody is sweating and thirsty and fasting because they don't know then our mother maimuna radiyallahu anha she sensed what was going on she took a glass of milk and she took it to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and put it in front of him like this and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam understood what she was trying to do and he took the milk he raised his hand and he drank it and then everybody drank even there to show his mercy that this is not a day of fasting okay other than that he was in dua for this ummah for the whole time therefore what should we be doing time after juma till asr from asr to maghrib which every friday is anyway a very special time tomorrow is a day that we should be spending in dua sincere dot from us very special time we don't know who's going to be here next year so please uh, this is a reminder first for myself and then for you my dear brothers let us make the best use of this special time that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us to be in and everyone is in need of dua starting with me first and our families and then our sick and then our needies our refugees the poor people don't have food people don't have drink people don't have shelter millions of people you know, about 5 million uh, children in yemen who have 
no food, no drink, no shelter. Then you look in the refugee camps in, in out of Syria and in Turkey and all everywhere you look, people are in need of dua. Yeah. Just imagine if Rasulullah was with us at this time and he saw this condition of the Ummah, how much dua would he be doing? So since he is not with us, let us take the mantle of this dua, this precious gift that Allah has given us and use it. Inshallah, everybody will do that. Inshallah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik nashadu wa la ilaha illa nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaik.